Hey guys, welcome back to the Mob Squad. I'm Amanda. And I'm Ariel. Let's do this. And we're back. <laughs> <laughs> we have to like come up with a better opener. Yeah, I don't know. Hey girl, hey. It's I think that somebody owns that though. I can't do that even though I Oh love really? It. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we are back and today <laughs> we're talking about friendship again. And the reason we're talking about friendship is we had a really good conversation. Actually, I shared a reel and then shared it with my best friend and said, this is us. Hi, it's me. <laughs> I'm the bestie. It's me. <laughs> it's you. And the reel is about finding true friends you can be yourself with. And so I guess I should read what the reel said because that kind of gives us context. A little bit. It says, find yourself a mom friend that requires zero social battery. You don't have, and I don't know why saying zero social battery clicks with me, but it totally does yeah. because sometimes being on with people is a, is exhausting. So that battery image works for me. Yeah. You don't have to clean up before they come over. You don't have to put on makeup or worry about what you're wearing. You don't, I certainly don't worry about what I'm wearing. I met you yesterday for breakfast looking like the biggest slob <laughs> ever. <laughs> You don't worry about if you have anything in your fridge to offer them because they are going to come as they are and they don't care what your house or your hair looks like. And that sums it up for me because that is what I think a friend should be. A friend should not be somebody that you feel you have to be on for or impress all the time. And of course, there's some of that in the beginning. It's the same when, when you're dating somebody and you shave yeah. every nook and cranny of your body because you're going on a hot date and you want to impress them. <laughs> you're going on a hot date with your new friend. Yeah. So you want to impress them. Wondering if it can turn into something. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Making friends is like dating. It is. It is. For and we sure. did an episode that isn't it called marriage oh, yeah. and friends and matrimony or yeah. something like that. <laughs> so it is, it is really, it, it is, it's a relationship. So all relationships, I guess, have that in common in one way or another. But the bottom line is I think finding true friends is difficult. Yes. And well, it can be because it takes time and we live in a very busy world and society where the demands of our day, like we're always wishing for more time in the day. And if we can't get done the things that we have to do every day, how in the world are we going to have time to foster friendships and new relationships and maintain yeah. them and create them? Like I think about all of the friends that I've had throughout my life that I have two friends in particular that I have known for most of my life, like 30 plus years and we rarely talk ever because I haven't put the work into that friendship, but because it takes time, right? Like relationships yeah. take a lot of hard work. But and are dedication. these like friends that you go back to and you feel like nothing's changed? Because I have friends like that too, where a huge amount of time can go by. And the second we meet up, it feels like we were just right back from where we left off. Yes. Yes. I have a lot of friends like that. And I think the two in particular that I'm thinking of, I hope it would be like that. But so much time has passed yeah. as of late that I don't know because our lives have changed. Like we have a lot more kids now and, you know, it just became harder and harder. We live in different states. It just became well, more having difficult and a family to maintain. totally disrupts yeah. all aspects of your life, but mm -hmm. especially friendships because they have to be on the back burner. It's, yeah. You have to take care of your family yeah. and there's no, I mean, there are people who put friendships first. I don't think they're the best parents. Sorry if that's you. <laughs> Not sorry. <laughs> I'm like, but sorry, not sorry. Um, but, but you know, it, and it should be like that. Parenting is not something that you can just wing. I don't think, I guess that's my opinion, but I do think parenting is something that needs to be in 
the forefront for a little while in your life. Like if you choose to go down that route as a parent, Mm -hmm. it's important to be there for your kids and build those relationships. Those friendships understand that. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. But it doesn't mean it's easy to balance that. Right. And becoming a parent also changes you. So like in a marriage, which we always say, if you're not growing together, you're growing apart. Right. I think the same can be said for friendship. Sometimes we're not growing together. Sometimes we're going in different directions. We maybe parent differently. Our beliefs are different. Our views on life is different. Right. Just so that organically fizzles out. Something that you think is going to last forever might not, but it was good. Well, I know. I remember in our 20s when everybody was telling me after, what was it? Older people? I can't even remember. I just remember people telling me, well, all, yeah, it must have been people who were in their 30s or 40s that were saying to me, well, be really careful about who you choose to be in your wedding party because all of those people that are in your wedding party are usually the ones you're partying with in college. And then you grow up and have a family or you want to get serious about your job and they all kind of fall off because you're not into that anymore. And it's just that natural organic growing apart of right. what's important to you and your life. Who do you want in your life when you're a parent? Not who do you want in your life when you're still partying type of thing. Which is a really hard concept to grasp because you're not thinking about that. No, right? and you don't when you're 20. So even I mean, though somebody thinking, gives you that advice doesn't mean you're yeah, listen, You're dreaming but. up your you know, amazing life that's coming where there's going to be no problems and your husband is going to agree with everything you say to and you're always going to be on the same page and you'll stick with these friends forever and life is going to be wonderful. And then life happens and it laughs at you because you were dead wrong. Totally. That is life. (laughs) But I think, well, here's the thing. I think finding those true friends is difficult. And I think I've talked to my husband a little bit about this today because we were talking about what we're going to record. I think it's actually a cultural problem. Today, people don't have a lot of true friends because of the way that society has developed. Mm -hmm. And you can tell me your opinion because my husband didn't agree necessarily. He's like, oh, friendships take work and you have to put in the effort and blah, 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 blah. I don't agree with him because I think we live in a society that wants instant gratification. And again, like we just said, true friendships take time. It doesn't just happen overnight. You're not going to, I mean, I think it's like love at first sight is rare. So is a friendship that it happens instantly. Right. And things that start fast, usually end fast. Right. Right. Exactly. It's like fun for a while and then you get over it. But real true friendship, I think does take time because you're developing trust and trust takes time. Mm -hmm. But we live in this world of social media and you know, Facebook and Instagram, where you see people's highlight reels and all of the good things. And we have almost like a facade of life is perfect. And this is not who I am. We don't go deep. And I think to have real true friends, you have to kind of talk about deep stuff because otherwise you're not opening up to somebody. They're not going to trust you. They're not going to open up to you. You're never going to get past that superficial friendship side. But also... I was telling my husband, like in the early 1900s, let's say people were friendly with their neighbors. They had people over for dinner. If your car broke down, somebody's going to go like all the people would come and help you try to fix it. Now, these days, nobody understands cars and nobody can fix them because they're like, you know, electronic and computers Mm -hmm. and nobody gets it. But back then, like your neighbor helped you. You, Your lawnmower broke like your neighbor came over. You know what I mean? So I feel and people would sit on their porches and talk and they didn't have TV and all these distractions that we can occupy our they played bridge brains with right yeah they They did things together more Mm -hmm. I guess is what my point is is they were more community and I think friendships develop out of community and doing those things and now we're all very individual very in our own houses doing our own things posting our life on social media, not connecting to each other. It's like an artificial connection, right? Like everybody says, oh, well, with Facebook, I'm in touch with more people and I can stay in touch with grandma Jojo in 
Europe or whatever, you know? So in that way, it does help you stay connected in their lives, but you're not really connected. Not like you are in person. Yeah. At least I don't think so. But I don't know. What's your opinion about it? Because I might, I could be totally wrong. No, I mean, I think that is a lot of why I don't go on social media. I've shared this many, many times in the past because it's not real. It's all like, how many times did it take us to do a reel? Or like, I'll be looking at a reel, like what we just saw. I see those all the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, oh, life is so much better with my bestie and they're drinking wine or doing something really silly. And I think, why are they so lucky? And I'm not. And then I forget, actually, or I remember, actually, I am so lucky because I have those relationships and I'm not not be posting them all over social Mm. media. Yeah, I'm actually taking the time to like invest in those relationships, which is more important to me to get the like from that friendship than it is on social media mm-hmm. for everybody else to see. Right. Because everybody else seeing it and giving me a like isn't going to fill my cup. You having a deep connection where you know where my dead bodies are buried, you know what the happiest times in my life were and what the darkest moments of my life have been like, that's what's going to fill my cup. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. So I see these things on social media and I think a lot of people do on and maybe it's because it's in my algorithm or whatever, because we've been talking a lot about this lately, like true authentic friendships. Mm. I wonder how much of it is real and how much of it is full of shit. And maybe it is real in the moment, but how much of it have like a history? Like how many of those? Oh, we're best friends and we're skipping through the forest and life is grand and there's fairies everywhere and we're the luckiest people in the world. How long has that been? a real friendship for like, do you really know where the bodies are buried? Are you just in the moment living your best life? And it looks fun and glorious glorious because it is fun and glorious. But the reality is, is with every relationship, there's going to be hard times, right? How do you get through those? Have you gone through those hard times? Is it always rainbows and fairies? Like, I don't know. I, uh, those are the questions that I ask myself. And don't they say like the true test of a friendship is when you do go through those hard times and who really shows up for you there, you know? Right. And who it's so not always who that. you think it's going to be not always actually Most of the time it's not right yeah it I, actually yeah. isn't because I, what came to mind when I was saying that was when my brother passed away my best friends who I thought would call me in a heartbeat and be asking me how I was doing weren't yeah. weren't the people who were calling me it was actually friends that I wasn't that close to and God bless those people if you're listening and you know who you are there's several of them that you know brought me dinner and flowers and checked on me and I know that death is a hard thing for some people but if you do nothing that's not okay either you know what I mean silence is deadly yeah don't be silent even if you're not one to bring dinner or flowers but just like calling and and everybody grieves different so I've gone back and forth on this whole thing like when somebody dies bringing it up all the time is reminding them of it but also when people act like nothing happened that's also very hurtful so I don't know what the right answer is. Well and for you like I will say you're a pretty private person. Right. I know in what I know about you and I've had this has taken me a very long time to like learn this about you is that I can't force it out of you. I have to tell you like I'm here for you and when you're ready to talk to me then you're gonna let it go like you're ready. Right. But sometimes you need a minute to process but I've but I try to let you know that I'm always there for you. Right. And I'm ready when you are. But I don't think that I'm going to get out of you when I'm not ready. When you're like, when I'm prying it out of you, which is right. what I want to do all the time. <laughs> like, what's wrong? How can I help? Like, totally. I do. Blah, blah, blah. Like, I, yeah. It's like in my nature to want to fix because I'm a fixer. Yeah. Right. And you don't necessarily need me to do that. But it's taken me right. a really long time to learn that about you. And you just tell me when you're ready. And then we can like yeah. work on it, like, or fix it or. I'll just be there however you need me to be. Yeah. And that's not you. That's me. That's more of my like trust issues. Well, it is me too. It's like a two way street, right? Because I, I know that so. about because you. 
Yeah, but and like you said, it took you a while to learn that about me. Well, but but we didn't, we were not fast best friends. Mm -hmm. We were, you know, two moms that were new at this game that I stalked you to get into the moms group. You finally let me in. Then we went and we went hiking and we went hiking again. And then we went to the park. Like it was like a slow buildup. It didn't happen overnight. I think we were like friends for a few years before our husbands even met. I don't know. I want to say they met right away, but we didn't like do anything together. But it was like a, hey, I'm... Austin, I'm Chris. Nice also to meet you. They your didn't, husband like, was very out. involved in the group that he's involved yeah. in. And I think that took up a lot of his time. Yeah. But I don't know. I think it does take time. It takes effort. It gets getting to know those things about mm-hmm. people. I don't know where I was going with that. Oh, yeah. So what, what I brought up, my brother is because when you go through things in life, yeah, it's not you're sometimes it's shocking the people that you thought were going to be there for yeah. you. And Sometimes it's not always that the other person's fault. And that's where good friendships come into play too. If somebody is a really good friend of you and they're not there for you for something, ask them why. Like yeah. communicate, you know, because that is an important part of a good relationship is the communication. You can't just like in a crappy relationship, a friend that you don't care that much about, you might just blow them off and be like, I'm done, you know. But if it's a real friend that you want in your life, the rest of your life, mm-hmm. you come to them and you say, you know, when this happened and you weren't there for me, it really hurt me. And they yeah. might say, oh yeah, well, I was going through my own stuff and you weren't there for me because I was going through my, you know, who knows what it is, yeah. but you have to have that communication with somebody who's not really a big part of your life. You might not care to go through that with them, yeah, but they I have think to be worth it. They like, have to be worth it. The relationship has to be worth it right. because two, maybe they weren't there for you. And I'm not saying you, Ariel, like the, but you just in general, you, because they thought you needed the space, right. Or you mm-hmm. needed to, like you wanted to be alone or you wanted, maybe they didn't know how to reach out in a way that resonated with that other person, right? right. Or the other person would connect That's with. That's what I'm saying. Which it's... I think is also probably like super common, right? Because mm-hmm. just going back to you and I, like I know now that sometimes you need a minute to like process stuff. I can't just fucking jump on you like I want to because that's that's what I want to do. I want to fix it. Mm. Um, but sometimes we're helping in the way that we we want to help ourselves, instead of helping people the way they need to be helped. Right. right. I think so everybody like does a that. miscommunication. I think there. everybody does that. That's a hard one because you have mm-hmm. to be aware of your stuff. Right. For sure. Like if and you then weren't you aware this, of like, it, hard conversation, which makes it really icky and gross. Like I don't want to have hard conversations. That's just, that's the worst part of relationships is right. the hard conversations. Yes, and you it is. That. It really is. Oh man. It's awkward. There's, literally, I would rather stab myself in my eye with a knife. <laughs> Yeah. And have those icky conversations. But same when you do them and you do them right, then you come out on the other side stronger and better. For sure. Because of it. Because you went through something. Yeah. yeah. I think that does make relationships stronger. I think being open and honest is another one. And I gravitate towards people who are open and honest mm-hmm. just in general in life. Not after I've gotten to know them for 20 years, but just people in general when you like my husband is super open and honest. That's probably one of the things I like about him, even though yeah. it also drives me crazy <laughs> being That's- married to him. But because he's an open book about everything. And I'm like, we don't know. Well, have he's to like say open about everything. you too. Like, yes. like not well, just I'm himself. Like, <laughs> knock it off. You want to talk about whatever you want to talk about your shit? Go ahead, but not my shit too. But I do gravitate that w- towards friendships like that as well. Like some of my best friends that I had growing up, you know, I'll never forget the first thing that they taught. We, we were in middle school when we mm-hmm. started becoming friends. And they're like, oh my God. I sh-. And this is, you know, girls, like we're starting to shave our legs and our armpits or whatever. And they're like, I shaved my armpit. And then like by 3 p.m. that day, I'm growing hair back. And like, <laughs> that made me laugh. And I was like, I don't have that problem. But it was so reassuring to know that like 
we all struggle with those types of things. Yeah. Like we were new to shaving and everybody has their, you know, cutting themselves or whatever. Like yeah. you go through all those weird, awkward things in middle school, but most people don't talk about it. And no. that's where I gravitate towards the people who are like, yeah, let's talk about this shit because we all have it. Right. And I think that's yeah. kind of how our podcast is. Like we're open and honest about stuff that I feel like <laughs> most people don't want to talk about. Yeah. But that's what I love about it because yeah. who wants to be friends with somebody who never talks about real shit? I don't. I mean, we talk a lot about how much we hate small talk and like, yeah. And that is a lot of why partially why we're doing this podcast that I will tell you, this is like so poetic right now. So yesterday we went to church and the topic was just on this very topic. Yes. And how you could be like kind to people, but you can't, you got to take the lies out of your mouth and you have to treat people the way they want to be treated. And this is how you're going to get connection by using, by not lying and giving like words through, uh, there was like nine words. It was like joy, kindness, connection, um, engagement. Like, I think I wrote them down anyway. It doesn't matter. They were all really positive words. And if, the, if you speak like that, take the lies out of your mouth and only speak with those nine words as your theme, when you're communicating, then you'll, you'll grow in connection and you'll heal whatever's going on on the inside. That's making you hmm. sort of lash out in a honest way. Cause when we're really honest with people, they, that can be really hurtful. Right. And they're like, I'm just trying to be honest with you, but yeah. and immediately you're offended by whatever is going to come out of their mouth. Right. Yes. And the way, anyway, they were talking about like, how, how do you say you, things nicely? How if you, if you just, if you give other people the same grace you give yourself, you'll be able to heal and connect with others the way that you really want to. I thought that was really hmm. interesting. If you give yourself or if you give other people as much grace as you give yourself. Do we give ourselves grace? Fuck yeah, we do. We excuse ourselves <laughs> oh, for everything like, like that we really do. Hard on myself. Do we but are no, no, we are saying. we are hard on ourselves, but like if somebody cuts me off on the we live in Arizona right now. We live in, in Scottsdale. Yeah. It is the busiest time of year. There's snowbirds everywhere. If you don't know what a snowbird is, there are people that come from snow country all around the country and they plop down here in Arizona because there's no snow because there's no snow it's like 70 <laughs> degrees here it is January 29th and it's 70 degrees outside so everybody from all cold parts come here plus we have like amazing car shows and we have the waste management open and yeah there's lots to do there's spring training right like now. all that we're just ramping up for like the most fun part to be here but with that comes a million different driving styles Sometimes I drive like a bat out of hell. I'm giving myself grace, but I am not going to give that fucker grace that cut me off. Right. Like we give ourselves a lot. We let ourselves off the hook a lot more than we let others off the hook. Yeah. And I see it all the time on social media on people just freaking out and raging out. I oh, my God, yesterday or on Friday, I was picking the kids up at school. And the arrows in the parking lot are sort of washed away. So it's very unclear which way is the right way to go down this parking lot. Mm -hmm. And I I thought I was going the right way. When I made a right turn down to the parking lot lane and this old man <laughs> was like, he wouldn't move his car. <laughs> he he intentionally moved it into the middle so I couldn't like turn. So now I can't like I'm committed to the turn. What a jerk. And I I'm like, what is wrong with him? And he just kept like pointing his finger and shaking it at me. And so I I just kept creeping up to him to make him like move out of the way. And I rolled down my window and I was like, sir, hi, is there a problem? And he was like, you're going the wrong way. And I'm like, sir, the arrow and I have all the kids in the car. I'm like the arrow is pointing this way. You're wrong. You're going the wrong way. I'm like, sir, look down and you'll see that I'm trying very hard to be nice. Yeah, because I'm trying to give him the same grace that I gave myself. I might have made the mistake. But guess what, old man? You're not fucking perfect. And right. until I see the name Jesus around your neck and you're coming down to save all of our <laughs> Asses. Like, why are you judging me, bro? Totally. Like, give give me the grace that you would give yourself when you make a mistake. Right. So anyway, all of that being said, 
at the end of church, there was this girl, she's saying she has the voice of an angel, angel, angel. And I was going to the bathroom after church. I'm like, I really want to go like introduce myself and just tell her how my, like I, her voice brings me to tears. She is so amazing. And then I was like, should I, or shouldn't I? I don't know. I was like being bashful because it's like a first date. And I ended up running into her. Like we actually like like physically ran into each other because she so was going funny. one way and I was going the other. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is a gift. And she'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. And I'm like, that's okay. I'm like, this is fate. I really wanted to come and like find you and tell you how amazing I think your voice is. Like, it just moves me so much. Thank you for sharing your gift with us. I am so like, it's so, and she was like so lovely mm-hmm. and she had this baby and I'm like, oh, who's this? And she was like, oh, this is my baby. And she starts telling me, well, actually, she's not mine, but I just adopted her. So, yeah, she is mine. And she starts telling me how she adopted her from her sister. Her Mm. sister's in recovery. She went deep immediately. And then my sister was standing with me and she was like, I'm so sorry that I laid that all out. I just felt like moved to do that. And my sister goes, she hates small talk. So you might just be her new best friend. (laughs) I'm like, it's true. It's true. I do. I hate that. I'm like, thank you for sharing that. Like, now I feel close to you like this wasn't just surface like hi bye like I feel now connected to you and I appreciate that you shared that with me thank you so much it just like was so awesome yeah and I will never forget that moment as long as I live this was so cool yeah I feel like we will become friends because now I want more right and she I think she wants more but you also might never but the point is is Mm -hmm. that you felt connected to that human Mm -hmm. in that moment I don't think there's anything better than feeling connected to another human being and being like, we're all human. We're all having something in our lives and we can all be there for each other. I think there's something magical about that because, you know, I've had similar situations where you like run into somebody at a grocery store or whatever, and then they just talk to you and, Mm -hmm. you know, not small talk, like, oh, it's the weather today, you know, but I you know, recently was at the grocery store and this woman and I were both looking at organic chicken breasts or something. And she was like, can you believe how expensive this is? And I was like, yeah, I cannot believe how expensive meat is. She's like, this is like 50 bucks, like pointing to like a steak or whatever. And I was like, it is insane. And she's like, I know we had like this great connection. And that is not small talk. That is two human beings relating to something that they're going through and having that moment of understanding. And that woman laying that all out for you felt Mm -hmm. like she could trust you obviously with that because you you know you didn't judge her or say anything hurtful or mean and you probably had that connection that is not talked about but I think across any lines of friendship whatever when you're interacting with people and you have those moments that's what life is about yeah it's not about superficial blah 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 Mm -hmm. that we all do to each other yeah you know I don't know. I just think these days, I don't know if it's we're not taught virtues of friendships in school. I don't know if it's because we're not raised in a way where there's community like there was 100 years ago. Yeah. You know, when people went to church and spent time together, now it's all, we got to go do this. We got to do that. We got to do this. We, we got to do that. We, we got to do have that. events. Yeah. We have play practice. We have it's the, yeah. individual running around. It's just so different. And I think it's like a cultural thing, but I don't know. I just think that true friendships are harder to come by now than they were. Well, we're in all the past. so busy. Yes. And we're also living our own lives separately. And we're also replaceable. Okay. Yeah. I mean, what do you mean? I don't know. I just like, <laughs> are I you just trying to dark? tell me something? No, just kidding. <laughs> no, we are not replaceable because we did the work. We found each other. 
I don't know if we can put that in the podcast, but we're not replaceable. Why? We're this is fucking ultimate ride or die, girl. I know, but I'm. But what are you trying <laughs> to you say? Saying? I'm confused by what you're I saying. I just think like, oh, let me see. How can I say this in a way that makes it not personal? We are replaceable. We have these friendships that you think are going to last forever, that you think are like a true ride or die, mm-hmm. and then something happens. There's a shift in the wind. Maybe you're not all on the same team anymore. Yeah. Maybe your direct your paths go in different directions. Then there's a new team. There's a new fill in the blank to fill that space. Right. And you go, well, we think- are replaceable. Well, that's the kind of society where we're not living in communities anymore where my grandparents lived in their house for 50 years. Yeah. They bought their house and they died there. Like, right. we don't live in that kind of an era. And anymore, you bought so- a fridge and a stove that lasted you 100 years. And now right. you have to replace it every five years. Although I will tell you the dryer story, which we can tell the, to our listeners. The dryer story. Dryer. Yeah, our dryer. Our dryer. <laughs> we- <laughs> This was like 10 years ago, 11 years ago. We had, mean, we just got rid of it. I know, but listen to this, this is what's so crazy. So the best part of this story, this is why we're like soulmates here because know, right? we, we got this, we got a new washer and dryer. Our washer broke and we had to get a new washer and dryer. So we sold the dryer because the dryer was working. Still working. But it was like, no, you sold the washer and dryer. We bought the washer and dryer. You did buy the you. washer? Yes. That went out early, sooner. No, I thought we just bought the, because I think the washer They were broke. matching. I had the, I bought the washer and dryer from you. Anyway. Okay. Are you sure? Yes. I promise. All right. Anyway, so I that part of the story it. doesn't matter, but <laughs> our neighbor was like, oh, you should, what was it? Facebook marketplace or offer so. up or something. I, think I don't so. think offer up was around then. No, I think this it was, was Facebook. like 11 years ago or 12, maybe 12 years ago. Yeah. It was Facebook because your neighbor, cause you're not on social yep, media. I'm not on social media. She, she was like, oh, hers. I'll sell this for you. And I was like, cool, thanks. And, and then, then she's I, like, guess what? I got somebody to buy it, but they need to see it and they want to make sure it works. And up walks Ariel and Austin <laughs> to buy this dryer. And you just got rid of it. So we had it for at least five years. Yeah. And, and then we, we sold it, it and you bought it and you had it for at least 10 years. Probably 10, maybe eight or nine years. And then so that, that it lasted so a long time. Not 50 years, but a long and actually time. my dad just took it to his old office. Because it still works? And it still works. Oh my it, God, was that's so wild. it was just clogged. It was just But I was... You know, it's ready fine. for a new one. I was ready for a new yeah, one. Yeah, you earned it. I did earn it. <laughs> it outlasted most appliances these days. Anyway, so going back to being replaceable, <laughs> that was a funny little anecdote for yeah, our history. But that's funny. Um, that always makes me laugh. Like how you came walking up that I day. Know. I'm like, oh my god, what are you I'm doing? Buy a dryer. dryer. <laughs> it happens to be one of the people I know. <laughs> oh my god. It's anyway, hilarious. but like they, we're not living in those communities anymore. We're, no. we're moving at a really fast pace. We are replaceable. Maybe one day we're all in on baseball. Not, we're not all going to play little league anymore, right? Now it's like baseball, football, basketball, plus Every all sport. piano, taekwondo, jujitsu. Like, Chess how club, can I fill the time that we have left? Yeah, it's, we don't have that luxury anymore. We're we don't very have the individualistic, gift of time. right? Right. We're not. But a if you think side. about like going back to COVID and we were shut down, we went back to that like 1950s and earlier way of living. Right. Where you were just because everybody had anything? their like COVID buddy. Not everybody. Sorry if I'm offending you, but most people that I know, many people had their COVID, their lockdown buddies. Right. Like the people that you would hang out with during Maybe lockdown. Maybe in our state, but I don't think in other states. So should I edit that part out? <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If somebody's offended by that, that's on them. I guess in our state. Okay. So don't be offended. Don't cancel us. This is what was the norm in Arizona and yeah. what was allowed, right. I guess. Yes. Um, but we became very close with our neighbors. In fact, my neighbors who have talked about them, and I think one of them is going to be on our pod- podcast here soon. They um, did PE with my boys 
every day oh, while yeah. they were homeschooling. And it was so awesome because Crystal had to go to work and I had three kids. One that was like a toddler who had just had surgery. Like it was a whole thing. And they came every day and they played outside with the kids for like three or four hours every single day. They went bike riding. It's awesome. And then we ended up getting really close with them. And now they're like, those will be lifelong friends because we shared so many. You went through something together. We went through something traumatic yeah. together, right? But we don't live in times like that anymore. Right. So friendships are replaceable. Those relationships are replaceable. Yeah. It has to be worth it for you to continue that ride or die. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I see what you're saying about it being replaceable, but also that, you know, like we mentioned in the beginning, sometimes you just grow separately or something yeah. happens and you realize somebody's not who you thought they were <laughs> or, yeah, for sure. you know, stuff like that. I mean, that kind of stuff always happens, but that happened before in the 50s too. And yeah, before. Like, right. Exactly. That, yeah, people just grow. But I just think it's harder to find somebody these days that's not, I don't know, superficial. I don't know if that's the right word. I'm not trying to offend anybody, but I think we live superficial lives the way that we live. And with social media and things like that, it's very hard for people to uh, to be open and honest and vulnerable and build that trust with somebody. So more like surface level lives. Yeah. Not, so we so have, superficial is like fake, right? Yeah, but it's not like fake, but like, but like it is surface. superficial if it's, it's not fake. If you're like talking about the weather, like something funny that you saw on TV, just like small talk. It doesn't feel real. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because it's just something that we can talk about. We have in common is the weather, like the artificial, not artificial. <laughs> I am mixing superficial, words. superficial, but like, or super, you know, oh, when I God. say superficial, like a superficial wound is like one that's not deep. Right. Yeah. So I'm, when I'm saying superficial, I mean, it's not a, like a deep it's conversation. It's like surface level. Yeah, surface level. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Did I, I totally get you? It? <laughs> that's my definition. <laughs> But superficial can also mean fake. Yeah. yeah. But I, and I mean, technically that's probably what a superficial wound is anyways. But anyways, it's what I'm saying is we just live in these times where it, a lot of people are fake and a lot of not fake because they're trying, oh, well, some people are trying to be something they're not. And I believe in faking it till you make it. So keep doing you. But I'm saying people are not connecting on those levels because everything is surface level. Mm -hmm. Facebook is surface level. Nobody's going on there. And if people are going on there and opening their dirty laundry for the world to see, then we all think they're crazy. So, yeah, you know, you're like, there's damned a time if you and do place. And damned if you don't. Right. But I don't, but I'm not saying everybody should be on Facebook or Instagram being open and honest. I'm saying in real life with real people in front of you, when you're connecting to somebody, that's when you're open and honest. But the way that our culture has developed into screen time is how we connect to people that is superficial yeah so I don't know if I explained what I was trying to say but I just think it's like culturally so no I totally agree with you and I hear you and I so for me like I'm a I'm big on energy and vibes mm -hmm. like how you um, feel around somebody how I feel around somebody yeah. is if I'm not feeling it then I'm thank you next. Right. Like, right. I don't know if, if most people are like that. Would you say you're like that? Yeah. And it's not necessarily a bad energy. Like I'll, I'll participate in the small talk, but that's as far as it's going to go. Right. I'm just trying to think of what, how our friendship came to be. And the only reason I'm talking about it is not because I want to talk about ourselves, but that's the experience that we have is how our friendship developed into this real true friendship because it didn't. And I want people to know that it, it didn't start off like that because I think that some we were people, not like attached at the hip from day one. Well, we weren't like in love at first. No. Like some people think really it like, might happen. I, I liked you. No, I liked you too. I didn't say I didn't like you. 
when you came on that first yeah. hike, I was like, who is this girl? She's I a was lot. so nervous to meet you. You were so amazing, though. You were oh, I was so friendly nervous. and outgoing and oh, happy so and positive. You did amazing. I think because yeah, I wanted you to like me because I had to like bother you so much to come get to your in. mom's group. I know. I was like, who is this girl? Uh, who just so me? you know, there's a no, lot, I'm a list. Kidding. I'm only going to let you in because you have a boy and we need more boys. Okay. You might <laughs> say it like that, but we, if I didn't have that list, it, nobody would have want to be in the group. Well, you would have had a billion people we might not have ever met. Exactly. So. And that's why people liked my group. I so do. don't poo-poo I know, on no. it. I, there's no poo-poo. But what, what was I was going to say. poo caca What was Kapupu? <laughs> Kapupu. <laughs> No, so, no I'm glad you did it like that. So, but also but you're right. It wasn't, it, it was organic. I don't think we didn't not connect right no, away. Yeah. The connection it, was organic, but, trust, but it wasn't like we weren't planning our fucking next getaway on no, day one. No, we didn't even, but also we were like in the thick of having mm-hmm. babies, which also takes away from, I feel like the ability to connect to people because every two seconds your baby or your toddler is mommy this mommy that they're gonna fall off a cliff you gotta help them like something's always happening with toddlers yeah and then we would always joke about one of these days we'll be able to finish a conversation 20 years from now I feel like the first five years that we hung out we didn't finish conversations (laughs) (laughs) so maybe that's why it took so long Because, you know, I don't know if you're listening to this and you've ever done those things, but when you go on play dates and your kids are little, you're helping them every two seconds, whether they need water, snack, poopy diaper, they're going to hurt somebody. Yeah. They're hitting somebody on the head with a toy. <laughs> like every two seconds, you're, or if you're my kid stealing a middle, toy. Right. <laughs> or you're in the middle of conversation and then you have to go deal with yeah. it. And it goes like that. And then we'd be like, hours. what were we talking about? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, let's talk about something else. What else? <laughs> <laughs> and so that happens. Oh my God. But I'm just saying to help people who are listening or are looking for those two friendships, I do think it takes time. Mm-hmm. It takes, and I asked ChatGPT this, and he, they also agreed that it does take time. But well, if they also, think it's real, it must be. Right. Hmm. Well, I didn't say friendship, but I don't forget how I asked it. But I asked it too. Let's see what they said about <clears throat> We should compare. But you do have to be vulnerable, I think, is one of the things it said which I do think is a very key part of a friendship. Mm-hmm. Like I remember going on some of these play dates in our mom's group and talking to people and everything was so surface level, surface level, surface level. And eventually I was like, I'm done with the surface level. When are we going to talk about the real in our mom's group? Like when we went to the mom's yes, yes, dinner. Yeah. Well, so many of those moms, I think not all of them, but many of them didn't have a lot of support either. So they were just so happy to get out of the house. Yeah. I think a lot of us felt like that. So right. there wasn't much, we weren't, we didn't have the energy to go beyond the surface. I think in those days we were tired. Yeah. We were all tired. <laughs> I'm still tired. I'm still tired too. I could but go yeah, for a nap. It's, it's a lot. But one of the things it said was, um, you should start by being genuine and open. I think that is very, very key to how we, mm-hmm. I think we were both genuine and open and you have to look at yourself as a friend. How are you as a friend? If you don't want a friend that judges you, you cannot be a judgy friend. I think people don't get that. Yeah. You have they to just give are grace. Like, Love me how I am. People but grace I'm going to judge you. Give yourself. Yes. That is it. I really like that. I love it. After you I think, explained it, I yeah, love it. You have to give other people the grace you give yourself. You do. It's, it was so profound hearing that. Like, yeah, wow, that changed everything. You really do. Yeah. But that, but, and that's in new friendships. I think you really do have to do that to allow that trust to build. Mm -hmm. 
And it says, look for someone who values honesty, listens actively and reciprocates trust. So if you're telling your new girlfriend how much you hate your husband and she's like, well, mine's perfect. Blah, 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 blah. We know nobody's husband's perfect, but if they're not willing to give you any biscuit, yeah. you know what I mean? If they're like, not ready to risk it for their biscuit. Yeah. That's what came to mind, but biscuit. I was like, that doesn't really apply here. So I didn't say it out loud. Yeah. So I'm thinking about my new friend at church. Like it's probably next time I see her, it's probably my time, my turn to open up. Maybe she's going to want me to spill some tea. Yeah. Maybe. That we'll would see. make her feel better probably. You know, yeah. and then we're like, well, we're all both on the same page. We can both talk about real shit. We like real shit. I poop just like you. <laughs> Turns out. Like Everybody poops. Everybody poops. It's a book. Look it up. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that's very important. You ha And so any relationship is reciprocal. It's the same for marriages, too. Mm -hmm. If your husband's not reciprocating, then you're going to feel like they don't love you and vice versa. It's important to reciprocate. And shared interests and experiences can also strengthen the bond. Our shared interest was our kids. Mm -hmm. And it just so happened that they became like best friends. Right. So I don't know. I mean, I feel like we still would have became friends, but if they weren't friends, I don't know if we would have. Because technically we were, I was in that group looking for friends for my son. Right. And that's why, well, yeah, yeah, we, we, and for me, but no, for I him agree. To have I mean, my son's first word was your son's name. No, it wasn't. Well, no, his first word was pool. <laughs> pool. Remember? <laughs> pool. Pool. Oh pool my God, time. that's so funny. And his second, his second word was your son's Turcher. name. Turcher. Turcher. Okay. Yeah. Turcher is his name. That was um, that's not his real name, but that's that's, that's how my son him. could pronounce it. So he called him Turcher. And that's how it all started. I mean, yeah, I totally agree. Yeah. I think our I think our boys like hooked us up. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Well but we thank God for that because and maybe we would have. I don't know. I don't know. Nobody I, can say for I sure. I don't know what hindsight looks like, but I'm glad they did. <laughs> I'm glad they brought us together. I'm so, so happy and thankful that they have the friendship that they have because I think those two are the luckiest two people in the whole world mm -hmm. that they have this connection that is going to make me get all choked up. Aww. It's just very sweet. Like they don't, they're very considerate of one another. I think of like how they're planning their lives out. I don't know if you get that, but I get that a lot hmm. from my oldest, like. Anything that he does in his life, he wants to include your son in always. Right. And all of it. Aww. Don't Damn. cry. Dry I your think eye. it's like really beautiful because it is. It's amazing. They I, they've like always the had a connection they've since always, they were little. Yeah. And they're so lucky. I mean, yeah. when they were super little, I feel like before they even really talked, they would look at each other and giggle and like <laughs> laugh at things. And we would look at each other like, what are they? What's so funny? Like they oh would, my God, I, know. I don't know, communicate somehow. Yeah. And then even when they were in third grade, they had the same teacher and the teacher said they had like their own language or something. They have their own language. Like they, they said they can words. be in two different rooms and they know what the other person is thinking. Yeah. They're kind of like twins. Yeah. It's weird. He said he'd never seen anything like it. I have not seen anything like it. They're just, they're very sweet and they're I don't know. I know they talk about like their life, like going to college together and like when they're adult. I don't know. It's just weird. I'm very excited for them. I think that's wonderful. But they have legitimately been they're like the luckiest kids in the world because they've been friends since they were practically babies. born. <laughs> like Babies. They weren't even one when they knew, met. Yeah. You know? So crazy. they're so lucky. That's an anomaly. It's not. That's not normal. But not totally normal. But they are so lucky. But they did. They gave the gift to us. Right. They like returned the favor. <laughs> Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because now we have it. And yeah, I think you're right. I think we did become friends because of our kids, but they're going to go on and live their lives. And I don't think that you and I will skip a beat. Like we're going to keep no. going through this life. I don't think together. So right. 
I think I read something somewhere that said if you are friends with somebody for seven years, maybe it was 10 years. I want to say it was seven, but I don't know. Something like that, that you'll be friends with them the rest of your life. I think I read that too, but I don't, I don't agree with that at all. It's not necessarily true, but I do think. Maybe your chances are better. Probably your chances are better. I think most of the time you are not friends with somebody for that long Unless you have something very mm-hmm. in common. Or- I was friends with somebody for that long and now I am not. <laughs> We're not talking about that friendship <laughs> right now. But I know what you're saying. So, but that reminds me of like the friends I was saying where I feel like we can pick up right where we left off. Yeah, for sure. And it's because we have that history, you mm-hmm. know? So I guess it's kind of like we're not best friends where we're talking every single day, but we're still friends. I think that's what they mean. Some of the best like kind of friends where you just like pick too. up. Yeah. I have a bunch of those and those are great. They are. It's weird. It's And it's they don't weird. make you feel bad because no. life happens because you're going through life. They're like, what true friends make you feel bad for shit? I mean, a right? lot of people do. No, you've never seen another friend shame then another friend because they're not your real friends. Yes, but it happens. That's the thing. That's what we're talking about today. I don't want to be friends with those people. Not anymore. But there was a long time <laughs> where I wanted to be Yeah. because I wanted no. to fit in. And now I they just want to belong. They're not giving you the grace that they give themselves. <laughs> ah, look what you did. <laughs> That should be the title of our podcast. It should, but I don't think it sums up the gist of what it's all about. I know. It's so that it's, it's a so gr- good. It's a great line. It's a it great should line. be a bumper sticker, but I think finding your true friends is somewhat of an anomaly these days because, because I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. Well, I don't know. It takes answers. a lot of hard work and we're already but working also, I think so it takes, hard. It's the time. And I know we've said this now like five times, but I do yeah. think the time does make a difference. hundred percent. So we know somebody, a mutual friend that has connected with us and was saying that she struggled when she moved here from a new state that she hadn't met her friend yet. And at the time I didn't really think about this part of it. I don't know why I was just like, well, you know, it is hard to meet friends that you have, especially when you move to a new state. Yeah. My sister's going through that right now. Right. Like Mm -hmm. you're in, you got to go to new grocery stores and the roads you got to learn. And then your kids have to integrate. Like there's a lot to deal with when you move to a new state. It's a big life change. Mm -hmm. And so I don't, and I know wanting somebody there for you would make things so much better, but I don't think it's normal for you to be like, oh, I've been here for a year and now I have my best friend. That can happen. I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. I'm just saying most of the time, like that real friend that you want is going to take several years. Well, and if it does happen to you, that's awesome. You're so lucky because, and we're all very jealous of that because we're right. all, that's what we all want. Right. But it's not like what we're seeing on social media when we see that all the time, like, oh, this is my bestie that, you know, you just find somebody who gets you. Like right. that's, that's the exception, not the rule. So the rule is that it's going to take time to build those relationships and you just have to be patient. If you're patient, they will come. And if you know yourself and what you love and what you like and what you're into and you stay true to that, your people will we'll find, find you. you. Yeah. I mean, I do think that people will find you. I also wrote down like you have to put in the effort. It reminds me of somebody I know that thinks like a husband's going to fall into their lap. You have to put in the, you can't like sit in a room and Mr. Perfect's going to walk in. Same thing for a yeah. friendship. Right. You have to put yourself and out my there, nose is running. which is hard. <laughs> tissue. Do you have any tissue? Um, not in here. I'll use my shirt. Go ahead. <laughs> I See? Usually have See what I did right there? I just used my shirt to wipe my nose in front of you. <laughs> Do I give a shit? No. no. You just kept on going. Didn't even think about it. No, because I feel like I would do the same thing. 
You got to find a friend that you can pick your nose with. <laughs> Don't pick your nose. Or in front but of wiping it. I'm good with no, just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think you have to put in the effort. I think, yeah. like you said, find something that you're like, yeah, if you are into something, join, like, let's say you like tennis, join a tennis group or whatever. You have to put yourself out there and you have to do things. And that's awkward. And, and that's it might not be, You might have to go to like three different tennis groups before you find your people. Yeah. Especially here where we live. I feel like it's hard, it, but yes. <laughs> so you do have to keep putting, but you have to keep putting yourself out there. And it's the same with like being in love and finding a guy and you date them and they're not the right one. Oh, well, same thing happens with friendships. You maybe meet somebody and you're like, well, this can work. And then you find out mm, not so much, yeah. you know? So it just takes time. And it honestly, it makes me very sad and breaks my heart to think about people who are wanting that and can't find it. And I know you and I have talked about doing events or we'll get there, you know, something like that. And yeah. I don't know if, if somebody would be interested in that. Let us know so that we know, you know, to pursue something like that. But I think if you're a person out there listening to this and you want the same thing, know that it's possible and mm -hmm. it does take time but you're not alone. And you're not alone because I, mm -hmm. there has to be other people out there wanting that. And, and I will there say is. this. Every person that we talk to says the same thing. You're like, thank you I so know, much for talking like about that. Everybody we talk to talks, talks Which, about that. We're so, not alone. We're just talking about it out loud. And we're right. validating those feelings. Like, guess right. what? It's hard for us too. It's hard for everyone. It really like, is. We're not alone. I want to say we're not. That alone. was awkward. Sorry. I was thinking about something when you're talking. That's so rude. But I listen. I've done that to you a thousand times. I know. So that's you, that's your how you your do, brain do. works. But what I was gonna say. Was Thanks. To say, agree Thanks for with that. You. I Thanks for that you. feedback. I do agree with you. What did you say? No, I'm just kidding. You're not um, alone. You're not alone. It's so true. You're and not alone. I actually went through a really rough time in my 20s where I didn't have a lot of friends that I connected with because I was not wanting to do what everybody else was doing. And I prayed about bringing not only my husband in my life, but I also feel like I prayed about bringing somebody like you into my life. So I'm a big believer mm -hmm. in praying. Yeah. I was like, God, I've been Damn hurt it, by so many Ariel. people. <laughs> I've been hurt by so many friends. I can't even tell you. So I, yeah. I just prayed. I was like, please bring me. I don't need to have 50 friends. I just want one good person that I can trust who can be my friend that is and then not you got an email from, and then, and then I got an email. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I no, I don't think it happened right away. I think this was years before we even met maybe, but you know, friends are hard. But you know, what's so wild is we must not have been like ready for each other because like the history of our family is going back. What like my mean? husband's family and your husband's family, like our paths have crossed a million times. Like not prior our, to ours. you and I meeting. Oh Yeah. So we must saying. not have been ready. Right. I don't know. If you're a believer in the universe. And I believe in that stuff. Everything for happens sure. for a reason. And right. Which I am too. We must not have been ready. Yeah. You still had to grow up a little bit for yeah. me. It's never <laughs> going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. But yeah, I think we've talked about friendships before. And if you haven't heard our other episodes, check out our friendship series. Because we have talked about how relationships are like marriage and how, I don't know, what are other episodes about? Friendships are about like marriage. Friendship. Yeah, you have to, you have to go off like you, maybe it's a blind date where, you know, you're meeting a friend through a friend. I have a friend that I met, my friend Lauren, you know, Lauren, I met her, she was sort of a blind date meetup and we became 
fast friends immediately. The first time we ever hung out, actually, we went away for the weekend. Oh my gosh. This is the, the social media story, actually. Yeah. That happened to me once. And thankfully, that friendship is still, she's like one of my best friends. Right. Like super hardcore. But I remember Chris and I were driving to the mountains and we rented like this VRBO with my family and her family. And we had only met like a few times. That's crazy. But we never like hung out. We never went to dinner together. We never grabbed drinks together. We never did anything with the family. We just had been wanting to do it for so long. So you dove in. So we went away for the weekend <laughs> and it was the worst fucking weekend ever because, oh, oh my God, it was blizzarding. Oh, my oldest son was, had, we were like driving up to the mountains and he had an ear infection, which we did not know at the time. Oh, so he's in a lot so of it pain. ruptured and oh, then he was gosh. like crying and crying. And I'm like, Aww. he didn't have a fever or anything. I had no idea what was wrong with him. I thought he was just like mad. Screaming. And so I put him to bed and I went up and checked on him. He had blood coming out of his ear. We spent Aww. like half the time in, like in the ER and then her daughter got sick and we literally were like locked in this cabin for three days with sick people or with sick people. And it was awesome. (laughs) Like I know our kids were sick, but like that's anyway, but she was a setup. Like I met her through another friend and we just really connected and it was great. And the other friend was like, I I know somebody I think you should meet. You would get along or something or how did it happen? No, she was, um, she was taking pictures. She was like a photographer. She was an interior designer and it was like, she was just like building up her business. And so for a side hustle, she was taking photos. And Mm. so she did my oldest son's three month photos. So somebody connected you because of her photography, not because No, they were like friends. They were family friends. Of your friend. I'm getting confused. Yes. Okay. So Chris and I have really good friends. Yeah. And- they but had, they were, like, they were friends with Lauren and she was like, here, try Lauren. You'll love her. She's amazing. And she came to my house and that was when my oldest was having like all the feeding issues. And we didn't know mm-hmm. that he was like sick at the time. And she was so patient and so kind. She didn't even have babies yet. Aww. And I think she was like very pregnant though. Yeah, she was. Cause she would have been anyway, it doesn't matter. So she was so patient and we just talked and she and so I hung connected, out, but it wasn't like a blind date. Yeah, I a mean, blind date is like, well, you got to meet this person. You yeah, so my friend was like that. She was like, you're going to love her. You guys will be friends. Really? And also she can take your photos. <laughs> you're like, bonus. And I was like, I'm sweet. <laughs> Sounds amazing. I'm in. Oh, and then you did. You got along. So like a semi-blind setup. And we got along and it's been 13 almost years now. And we're still really, really good friends. And she lives farther away from me. And our kids are, she has girls and I have boys. Like, but she is one that's worth putting the work into. Right. So and what, sometimes she puts more work in than I do and vice versa. But yeah, it's we OK. We never skip a beat because whenever we pick up the phone, no matter what's going on in her life or my life, like I will never judge her. She won't judge me. It's so validated. You value each other as a person. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that's an important part that we didn't talk about yet. Yeah. You have to like care about that person. Yeah. And genuinely like them. <laughs> I guess. I genuinely love this person so much. Yes. And I love her husband and I love her kids. So what is the secret sauce to why that friendship became a good friendship? Like a real lays it out. She's the most honest person I've ever known. She's honest. See, this is a thing where you come back with lies. Like get rid of the lies. Yes. Just be honest. And don't hide things from people. She doesn't hide it. She is real. And you're going to get, she's the, but she's the most kind, loving, genuine person I've ever met. Just, she's just a good person. But she's it's like, she's so honest, but in the most kind and loving way. Right. Yeah. Like it's not mean. This is what's going on in the world. Or like if, if like, my, you know, I'm going something through something with my kids. She's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, who cares? 
you know, and I'm like, yeah, you're right. Who cares? (laughs) Yeah. You know, like she just keeps it very real. Yeah. I like that. Always. So maybe that's, maybe that's a secret sauce. It keeps coming back to the lies and keeping it real. No lies. And we have to let your free flag fly and genuine. That's what it said on chat GPT. (laughs) But I, but I do think that's a true thing. I think that's a real thing because, and I don't know how other people, I just know how I am myself. If I meet somebody and they don't feel genuine and I think that's where your vibes come in Mm -hmm. and the energy that you feel, if I'm with somebody and I feel like they're bullshitting me or, you know, they don't give me good vibes about their genuineness, then I'm like, peace out, Girl Scout. I don't want to, I don't want to have anything to do with that. Right. My favorite saying ever, peace out, Girl Scout and up top Girl Scout. (laughs) And what? Up top Girl Scout. Up top Girl Scout. (laughs) Up top. (laughs) <laughs> oh my god oh, high so five good. girl high five but yeah I don't know I'm just trying to think of friendships and the ones that have worked and the ones that haven't and I think I took some the notes. grace thing is good I think oh the grace thing is gold similarities you have to have something in common these are the, what they said words to speak by with truth if your words are loving joyful peaceful patient kind good faithful gentle and controlled then you will heal and you'll allow yourself to be open to connections with others so I like that they talk about healing because I think a lot of part a lot of people's relationships mm-hmm. with each other is people putting their own bullshit on each other all the time. Yeah. Like you saying how you want to fix it for me. That's your stuff. That's not my stuff. Right. That's not what you need. Right. Right. Exactly. Or <laughs> this is my favorite. When people buy you gifts because they want to give you something that they want to give you, not because you want it. I do that too. <laughs> you do? No. I'll just buy myself You've never something. Done that to me. I would tell you. I buy you gifts. (laughs) Yeah, but you didn't buy me something that you wanted to give me that I won't want. Oh, no. That's what I'm talking about. Because they just want to buy it just because, you know, to say they did or whatever. I don't know. I think it's so when I hear you say with with all those like blah, 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 kindness, blah, blah, blah. It feels. (laughs) We're nine blah, blah, blahs, by the way. There was more than that, weren't there? You're such a, it's a weird laugh. <laughs> um, I, well, here's the thing. And this is how I kind of feel about religion sometimes. It's like, well, that's all great and perfect mm-hmm. and fantasy land. But in real life, that's not how it is. And while I think it's important to strive for things like that, why I like that statement was not like, be this good person so that people like you, it was be this good person and it's going to help you heal yourself. Mm-hmm. Then that makes me want to do it. But yeah. if it's like, be this good person so that person can like you, it's like, fuck that. I don't care. They're going to like me because they like me, not because I'm doing the work. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think yeah, I get that. treating people kindly does heal stuff in you. I think acts of service for other people heal stuff inside of you. Mm-hmm. I don't know why we don't do it more. I don't know why I don't do it more. Because we don't have time. Ain't nobody got time <laughs> for that. Ain't nobody got time for anything. <laughs> I don't have time for anything. How does anybody have time for anything? Honestly, I don't, I am we juggling on the it. homestead. We would have so much time. On the homestead. Homestead, here we come. One of these days, 2024. <laughs> homestead. I wish. That's the dream. Okay. So to wrap this up, do you have anything else you want to add? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. 
No, I think that's usually good. I just think that if you're out there and you're struggling with relationships and friendships, go somewhere that brings you joy, where you can be your true, authentic self. Here's what I believe too: your people. Be patient and kind to yourself. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's true, and I I support that statement. Thank you. (laughs) I also believe that when you work on yourself, Mm -hmm. like let's say in the past, your friendships ended for some reason and you want to fix that about you so that the next time you have a friend, you're not making the same mistakes. Mm -hmm. Focus on yourself. Do like you just said, make your make, do things that make you happy when you're in that energy of not worrying or wanting, then that's when things happen. Mm -hmm. So I feel the same way about husbands and bringing a guy into your life as I do about friends I wanted to bring somebody in my life that was like you and I prayed about it, but I let it go and let it be with God. And Mm -hmm. I worked on myself and focused on being the best mom I could be or being the best whatever. And just try to look at myself for why things maybe weren't going the way in my life that I wanted to and then fix it. And I think when you focus on yourself, not in a like narcissistic way, but in a taking care of yourself well, it's like focusing on what you, you want and what you like and what you desire and what, right. because then you get away from the sense of fitting in and doing whatever it takes to be a part of something right. and then being in a place where you belong with right. people that you belong with. There's such a difference between fitting in and belonging. When you belong, you are your most true authentic self. Right. So you're saying, and you can only do that if you truly know who you are yeah. and what you want. Right. So that takes healing, that takes time. And you have to allow yourself that moment of loneliness, I think, Mm -hmm. because it does get really lonely. I went through this, like I, and I think I shared this maybe on a podcast before I know I've shared it with you, where I don't want to go to these fucking dinner parties once a month or once a year anymore with people that I only see once a year, because I, I want to facilitate stronger friendships. And I don't have a lot of time, like most people out there. So do I want to go to this yearly dinner with people that we sort of, they're like high bye friends, or do I want to have a dinner with friends that truly are like people that I connect with, you know, and that's, that's what I'm choosing. But in order for me to get that squad, I have to know what I want and what's important to me and who I am. And so when I made that decision to not have those high bye surface level, you know, relationships once a year and those gatherings, I started, it was very, very lonely Mm -hmm. and, but it wasn't lonely forever. Right. And then it started to not be lonely and then it got better and better and better. And now I feel like I have the best, the greatest friends ever because I didn't have to sacrifice who I am or was in any moment. I can, my, my group is much smaller now and I'm okay with that because I know they're real good, authentic friendships and they know who I am as a person. And now I feel like I really belong to something wonderful. Not, I'm not like sacrificing who I am or being a chameleon to fit in Mm -hmm. when for me, and this is not for everybody, but for me, there's always something off, like just doesn't feel quite right. I know what you're saying. And I hate that feeling. So I decided that I didn't want to have it anymore. Quite comfortable. It's just off. Yeah. I know what you're saying. So I think that's like the connection thing. I don't know what that is, but I know what you're saying. Yeah. And it can be lonely. And I had lots of time of being lonely. But like I said, I took that time to work on myself. Mm -hmm. And I think 
most people just want to fill the void of loneliness yeah. and they just run out to the next thing. And and that's okay too. Totally. That takes, you still learn life lessons that For way. For some people that's okay. Like right. there, there's no judgment at all. Like no. that, some people are happy with that, with just that. Exactly. And listen, yeah. we're just talking about our experiences. The, yeah. <laughs> this is not like, this is how you have to do it. You this do is this just, or else. No. And yeah. we're not judging of anybody who does it differently or wants different things or has different things. That is not mm-hmm. what we're here to do. We're just sharing our experiences and what we think based off of our experiences. Mm-hmm. And I know we are going to discuss on another episode, probably the next one, about children not yeah. feeling close to friends because it's not just an adult problem. It's also a child problem. Children can go through the same things where they feel like they don't have their people. Right. And I don't think that's abnormal either. I went through periods of that as a kid as well. Mm-hmm. And when you say that whole like off thing, I feel like that happened to me when I was a kid too, was like, something's just not, I'm going to go, I'll be a part of it, but it's just not quite right. Yeah. There's just something that's telling me I'm not all in. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. I don't know what that is though. Somebody it's the universe tell telling you you're not in the right spot, <laughs> maybe, but you have to keep maybe it's the vibe. searching. You have to be true to yourself. I think Yeah. the more that yeah. I am like doing my own self-discovery, the more I learn about myself and what I like and what's important, what's to you. important, the, the more that feeling goes away for me. So, but, I, but I think it's because I, now I feel like I found people that I belong with, not that I'm trying to fit in with. Yes. So that's perfect. How you said that it's about being authentic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> if you're not authentic, you're not going to attract authentic people and that friendship is not going to be a true friendship. And if you are authentic, I think that brings in other people who are authentic. I'm very big believer of the, you attract, you know, what you put out, what you put out type of thing. But I do think that that is not cut and dry. There's different factors. We've talked about some of those factors in our other friendship series. When we talked about, kids and how your kids want you want your kids to get along your husband's to get along and mm-hmm. all of those things there's lots of things but being authentic I think is one of the most important things yeah agreed be a truth teller <laughs> truth teller <laughs> that sounds weird yeah be authentic like tell the truth don't lie crystal ball it up <laughs> just kidding <laughs> On that note, I feel like that's what I think. Thanks for listening. Follow yeah. us on Mob Squad Podcast on Instagram. Yeah. Did I do it? Yeah, you did. And we will and be if coming you need out a friend, If you need a friend, reach out to us. We'll be your friend. We'll help you. We'll let you fly your freak flag with us and we'll fly our freak flag. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe not. No, just kidding. Well, well, have a great week. <laughs> Thanks, Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>